This week, the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, we run through the 54 great lies of rock and roll. Some of these are pretty spot on. Some of them are kind of dated, but this is a fun list that you can play along with. Welcome to the Music Biz Weekly Podcast, founded in 2011 and with over 500 weekly episodes, where Michael Brandvold and Jay Gilbert Two longtime music industry pros discuss the very latest trends, tools, and tactics that you need to succeed. Subscribe on YouTube, follow and rate us on Spotify. Subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We appreciate it. Everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Music Biz Weekly Podcast. You got Mike, you got Jay. This, we, we haven't even recorded the main topic yet, but I can tell you this is going to be a fun one. Yeah. And this is one... You all can play along with, you can leave comments and you can <laughs> add to it. Um, and, and before we get to that, though, I just want to quickly uh, shout out huge thanks to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands in Town for all you do to support us. And, you know, thank you, Bands in Town, for just making such a cool website that is so freaking useful. Yeah. Um, but also, thank you so much to our sponsor, DiscMakers.com. If you're a musician and you've been thinking of launching your next album as digital only, Disc Makers has created an offer just for you. Get 100 CDs in custom printed jackets for just 149 bucks. At this price, there's no risk to try CDs. CD jackets are lightweight and perfect for mailings, selling at shows, and are easy to hand out as demos. They're also a great way to bond with fans while making some extra revenue. Our friends at Disc Makers are the place to go for your physical media, including custom vinyl, custom vinyl manufacturing, and even USB drives. So we got a great little offer here. Head over to discmakers.com and you can pick up 100 CDs and custom printed jackets for just 149 bucks for a limited time. That's discmakers.com. So, uh, and let me switch over to today's topic information. So today's going to be fun. I had seen this, this graphic, and we're going to post this graphic, so you should be able to see it while we're talking here. It's the great lies of rock and roll. It was something I had seen, I don't know, a decade or two ago, and I'd lost oh, yeah. it. And then, then it popped up again. I'm like, oh, there it is. I got to hold on to this. And it's not time sensitive. If this was 20 no. years old, this has been consistent throughout the this music is, business. Exactly. This is a list that that was found rolled up in an empty Heineken bottle backstage at CBGB's in <laughs> New York. Um, and it is 54 of the great lies of rock and roll. And I you think, I don't back. know, we'll, we'll, we won't get through all 54 of them here, but we'll, no. we'll hit some of these and just have some fun with them. And, uh, you know, love to hear as we're going through this, are there lies that are missing that you guys know about? What do you think of the ones we're bringing up here? Now, keep in mind, we didn't make this list. I, this has been around for decades. Um, but the great lies of rock and roll, the number one, biggest lie of rock and roll the booking is definite <laughs> the, i promise it's happening it's gonna yeah, it's a lock it's a lock listen nothing is a lock until there's a signature on a contract 
Okay. Yeah. And even then, even then, if you've been in this business long enough, you're going to deal with people who are going to could care less that there's a signature on a contract and they're going to pull the show or change everything in that contract. On yeah. You. And there's a part of the contract that says force majeure, which for those who don't look at contracts very often, that just means a force of nature. Like, you know, if there's a flood and the venues flooded because of the rain, that's not their fault. You know, that's in the contract that it can get canceled. And I've seen shows canceled because of weather. I've seen, you know, fires at venues that have shut it down for a while. Of course, the pandemic shut down uh, yep. a lot of confirmed dates. So Mike is 100% accurate with until you have that contract signed, it's not definite. It's not definite. And, and, and I would even add to that until you actually show up the venue and are loading your gear on the stage, <laughs> it's still not definite. I've heard from people who are like, we showed up at the venue for tonight's show and there's nobody there. It's closed. It's locked. It's whatever. It's just like shit can happen. People. That's right. Um, number two, and th this could almost be number one, I think, but yeah. number two, your check is in the mail. Oh, how Don't many worry. times have you heard that? Money's on, money's on the way. We're, 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 we're going to transfer it to you right now. Listen. Yeah. Un un unless somebody is literally like PayPaling or Venmoing you money that you can like immediately go, boom, there it is. Check is in the mail is the oldest fucking excuse. Checks in the mail. And then when you call next yeah. week, where's the check? Oh, crap. I, I didn't get it in oh, the post office. I didn't get to, yeah, oh, I thought I Oh, now that. it came, came, came back. It I came back. I didn't have a stamp on it. I had the wrong zip code. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So uh, yeah. get, get, you, get used to those, those stringing you along excuses when it comes to payments. Yeah, and I'll, I'll just add one quick thing to that. As an independent contractor that you and I are, as a consultant, Sometimes the hardest part of the job is chasing down getting paid. And I know some graphic designers and video editors where that's the same thing. They do the work, they sign the agreement, and then sometimes it's, you know, 60, 90, 120 days later, they're still asking to get that, oh, checks in the mail. Yeah, okay. But that's why it's always best to get it either wired <laughs> to you or, like you said, Venmo or uh, PayPal or something. Yeah. And, and I guess I would add, Except the fact there's going to be a point in time where somebody is just never going to pay you. I mean, it it's would happening. be great. It, it would be great as, you know, as a band, you're an independent contractor, basically, just like Jay, you and I are. Um, somebody's not going to pay. You wish you could have 100% payment on everything. But, you know, in the in the 13 years I've been running my company here. I've had maybe I can count on one hand the numbers that yeah. never paid. And believe me, you chase them down as long as you freaking can, like every month, remind them, remind them, remind them. But you know, when you're two years down the road chasing them, it ain't going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. just don't, 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 don't feel like a failure if somebody doesn't pay you. That's just the unfortunate nature of this business. But, let that be a lesson yeah. of doing business with that person or business right. ever again. That's right. Uh, number three, this is also an oldie, but a goodie. Don't worry. We can fix it in the mix. Yeah. That's my favorite one um, because I've actually heard this said many times and now it's in other parts 
of like, if we're doing a video shoot or a photo shoot, they use that term and like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, we'll fix that with Photoshop, you know? Yeah, we'll or, fix or, it in Photoshop. We'll fix, we'll fix that in yeah, whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll green screen it. We'll edit it in. We'll edit it out. That, that, that's always there. And, and, you know, it's a good one. Yeah, they Classic. can actually kind of do that, but that don't let that be the excuse for just putting in a poor half-assed performance. Yeah. Yeah. We, we always try to get the best, whether it's video, audio, images, you want that to be as close to the final product as possible, needing the least amount of fixing in the mix, so to speak. Yep. Um, Cause that's where the magic happens. Uh, number four, you know, this one might be a bit dated to yeah. some extent, but number yeah. four, this is the best <laughs> dope you've ever had. <laughs> okay. okay. I mean, yeah. I, I, have been backstage with a lot of bands and I've been on the road with a lot of bands and, you know, drug induced parties backstage. That's kind of a myth. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying it doesn't happen or it, but it's, we're not saying it didn't happen at one time. Right. There was that era, you that, know, where, that era, right. You know, hotel but, rooms were destroyed and people were getting, but man, most of the shows that I've been backstage at throughout my career have been a G rated, not, not they're, 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 they're frankly quite boring to be backstage because the lead singer is in his dressing room with his wife and a couple yeah. kids and they're, watching you know youtube kid videos or what it's it's like no it's it's not a drunken debauchery going on yeah. i'm not saying there aren't some bands that do that so don't don't step up and go you're wrong rule, you know, yeah I, I i i think especially when you're dealing with bands that have been around the block for a decade or more they've learned can't do that stuff anymore can't yeah. do it i'm not going to be able to get up tomorrow and get on the bus or the airplane or perform if I'm partying all night. Yeah. And even my developing artists, they don't go down that road because they didn't grow up in an era of, you know, Led Zeppelin or, you know, any of that stuff. Right. They just, they take their craft and their business very seriously and they are, they arrive sober and rehearsed and on time. And it's, it's not the wild days of sex, drugs, and rock and roll anymore. Yep. At least not nope. for everyone. Yeah. Number five, the show starts at eight. <laughs> when does a show ever started on time? Yeah, that, <laughs> that, that in itself is right there. That's the truth. Shows inevitably are always going to be a little late. I mean, early? No, not a, not no. a chance that they go on early. Especially um, in a club well, because they want you to drink more booze. That's where yeah, they're making I their mean, money. You know, and the more bands you have on a bill, the more likely that eight o'clock is going to be nine o'clock, nine 30, nine 45, 10 o'clock, because you got changeovers and you got set ups and you got sound checks and you got, it's just be, be prepared for a lot of sitting and waiting and frustration. I mean, that's just it. Yeah. It's a great rock and roll lie. Um, number six, my agent will take care of it. Just call the agent. He'll fix it. Yeah. 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 I mean, a agents are great. If you've got a, a great relationship with a, a really talented and experienced agent, they can be a huge asset. 
but yeah. don't don't just pass the buck and say the agent's going to take care of it. Yeah, especially on the touring side. When I hear agent, I think of a touring agent because that's typically what people yeah. are talking about. And they they'll help you route a tour and they'll get you into some good venues and they'll even help you with relationships and some of those things. But you know, they're not going to fix it in the mix. <laughs> no. Um, number seven, and this kind of applies to everything, but I'm sure it'll work. <laughs> I'm sure the monitors will work. I'm sure your in-ears will work. I'm sure this. I'm sure We're the good. new pedal board will work. I'm sure the new mics are going to work. Don't worry. Don't yeah. worry. It'll work. Yeah. No, yeah. it's not exactly. going to work. Yeah, that's Something's not going to work. Something's not going to work. Well, most um, bands, as you know, including Kiss, they bring two of everything on the road because oh, shit God, breaks. Yeah. Right? Ship, ship breaks. I mean, Amp they goes bring down, they click a button and it snaps. They, into the they, next they, one. they bring two of everything on the road. And then they, after you've been doing this long enough, you know, in each market, what is the local guitar place to call at the last minute when you need yeah. whatever it might be? You know, 100%. hopefully you're at a situation where the, the venue has a runner who can go run to guitar center and pick it up for you. But you know, you may be playing, you don't may not have runners and it's like you pull into town and somebody's like, crap, my, my amp just blew up and, and the backup isn't working either. Okay. Open up that little document that says in, you know, little rock, Arkansas, here's where I can go 24 hours a day and get an amp for the yeah, last. That's the what last a good minute. road manager will do for you. They know that stuff inside now. Yep. 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 Good one. Uh, Number eight, this is, this is always, Oh my God. and I'll, I'll, I'll kind of add a little, it says your tickets are at the door. Your tickets and passes are at the door. Yeah. You're on the list. Yeah. yeah you're right. on the list. God. And geez, I, I know this has happened to you dozens of times. It's certainly happened to me dozens of times where you talk to the manager, the publicist, the artist, whoever, and invariably you get down there, you give them your ID and they're like, uh, sorry, Mr. Branville, there's, there's nothing here for you. And you're like, all right. And then you get it on your phone, call the person, you, you get it all worked out, but it's, it happens a lot. It happens a lot. I mean, it's, it's to the point where a lot of times if I'm going to see a band and I might know them, but I really want to see them, I'm just buying the tickets myself because yeah. it is a lot less aggravation to just buy the tickets. Yeah. If you want to give me some, uh, a sticky pass for after show, fine. You don't need to give me tickets. I bought my own tickets to get in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. that way you're guaranteed to get in. Um, yeah, and, and one of the things that I find with tickets and passes is they have to be delivered by a certain time to the box office. And typically it's, you know, like six o'clock or seven o'clock, whatever it is. And sometimes people get there before it's been delivered. And sometimes yep. the person who's supposed to be delivering it, oh, they had a fire to put out. So they're they're late getting it down there. It's not that... You know, and then sometimes it arrives. You were you were supposed to get your tickets at eight. They didn't get there until nine, right before the band went on. I mean, there's, yeah, I'm with you. If you really want to make sure that you've got tickets, buy them. I, I I've I've had a couple instances where they were there, but the name Couldn't... written on the envelope was misspelled from what my driver's license was, so it was filed under R instead of B. Right. And, you know, and, and I call the production manager and they're like, no, I filled it out myself. I just dropped it off 20 minutes ago. It's up there. And I'm like, eh, they swear it's up. Here. Nope. There's nothing under B. Look, you're not here. You're not. It's like shit happens. Shit happens. 
Um, number nine, and this kind of goes with sure it'll work. It sounds in tune to me. <laughs> Close enough. Depending on Close what to- kind of music you're playing, right? I mean, I have some acts that, you know, they have cellos and violins and nothing is going to be out of tune. I mean, they are spot on. And then, you know, if you're playing, you know, Ramon style music, it's not going to matter quite as much if you're slightly flat on your E string. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, number 10. Sure. It sounds fine at the back of the hall. <laughs> you know, the sound guy is going to be like, it sounds great where I am. Well, yeah, it's because you're the sound guy and that's where you're mixing it ideally for. But it sounds like crap up front. <laughs> yeah. And we've all seen that happen. I mean, sometimes it sounds great everywhere. Sometimes it sounds really great at the soundboard, to your point, but not up in the balcony or not down on yep. the floor or whatever. Yeah, it's a good one. Number, number 11, I know your mic is on. Mm. Yeah, again. I saw this hey, the other night. Where the light's on. Out. Yeah, I saw a, an artist go up and just and start you know, talking into the mic. And it must have been coming through the monitors so he thought it was on but it wasn't going out through the mains so he had no idea that nobody could hear him yeah yep um number 12 i checked it myself (laughs) yeah sure you did yeah exactly um and this goes along with number 13 Uh, don't worry the roadie took care of it Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, if you want to make sure something's done, you better check it yourself. You uh, better you better follow up on it on your own. Yep, 100%. Yeah. Um number 14. She'll be backstage after the show. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Because we we left her passes and tickets at at the door. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's that always works. So she'll be there. That's yeah. a good one too. Yeah. Um, number 15. Yes. The spotlights will be on you during your solos. <laughs> <laughs> some guitar players get really upset about that sort of stuff. And some don't care at all. It's so weird. You know, some of them like during the solo, I'm stepping forward. You better hit me with that super trooper, you know? And, and I would add to this, especially if you're, if you're a smaller act and, you know, you might be in a bar that does have a single spot. But if you want to use that spot, you probably need to like let the venue know in advance you'd like to use the spot because they don't just assign somebody. You might have to pay an additional 50 bucks to have somebody go up there and do it or bring your own person to do it. So I, you know, I've seen people are like, how come there's nobody running the spot for us? Because you didn't request somebody to run the spot. You don't have a crew member to run the spot. Yeah, you know, yeah. don't 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 assume the venue is providing you yeah, with a light your, guy. Look at your contract, your writer. Yep. Um, number sixteen. The stage mix sounds just like the program mix. Again, you know, this is like uh, the the mic is on. It sounds fine in the back of the hall. You know, it might sound great on stage. It may sound crappy out in the hall it might be vice versa right you know this this has changed a lot in the last uh, i don't know decade or so this is kind of an older list but today with everybody using in-ears or a lot of people using in-ears they're all hearing their own individual mix the way they want it and it's rarely what you hear in the house yep um let's see number 17 it's the hottest pickup i could get 
And they're they're referring to, of course, the pickup from a guitar, you know, yes. not, the, not the vehicle, um, or the or 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 a groupie. <laughs> yeah, the hottest pickup. I don't even um, know if that's a thing anymore. Yeah, number eighteen. Don't worry, the club will provide the PA and the lights. Oh, oh, do not assume. Do not assume. That's a rookie move. That is a very rookie move to show up and go, where's the PA and the lights? And the venue's like, well, we don't provide it. We don't or have any, says the band. And the venue will be like, it's right there in your contract. Yeah. Or they'll say, yeah, we, we do have a house PA system, but you, you needed to reserve that ahead of time and pay for It'll a certain person yeah. or yeah. Yep. Yep. Never assume stuff like that. Uh, number 19. I really love the band. Oh my God. Oh, I've seen so many people, especially in meetings at record companies who they're just being polite and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that. This is a great album. You got oh my God. so much growth. You, you, you've outdone yourself since yeah. the last album. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, you know, you, you see people at these, especially the larger meetings where an artist and a manager will come in and, you're listening to the album going, this is not good. This is not their best work. And then you look around the table and everybody's like nodding along. Like, yeah, this is, this is your Sergeant Pepper, man. This is great. I can't wait to, I can't <laughs> wait to work with this. Yeah. Um, number 20. We'll have lunch sometime. <laughs> have your girl get old and my girl. Yeah. That's just a polite way to say, talk to you later. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't want to have anything to do with you. Uh, number 21. We'll have it ready before tonight. That's a great rock and roll line. Don't, don't, don't count on anything critical, like being ready at that last moment. If it's that important to you, have spares. Yeah. Yep. Um, let's 22. see. 22. If it breaks, we'll fix it free. Please. Free is not a word that I would believe from anybody. Yeah. Um. 23 that's a we'll classic. let you know yeah we'll, we'll let, let you know. know that means you will never hear from us again yeah i, I i'm not interested but i don't want to reject you i want to be nice we'll let you know yeah 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 we're reviewing it we'll call you back and we'll let you know if we're going to book you yeah if we're going to add you or add any support and your your band is up for it we'll let you know number 24 I had nothing to do with your marriage breaking up. Your marriage is on the rocks long before I ever met you. <laughs> Usually, you, you know what that reminds me of is Shania Twain, you know, was with Mutt Lang and he left her for her best friend. And this, I, I read a line like this, like, oh, well, it wasn't me that broke up your marriage. It was already on the, no, yeah. you broke up the marriage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Number 25, the place was packed. <laughs> it's so funny i i did a um listening party for nirvana when nevermind came out at miss pearl's jam house in san francisco you remember that place you ever you live up in that area no. did you ever so um there was probably 75 people there we invited probably 100 a lot of people just didn't show up they weren't the big band that they they, yeah they weren't huge yet yeah and i've probably met 300 people that have said they were at that event <laughs> The place was packed. And, and, you know, and it, it always reminds me of something I had heard, like, you know, all it takes is six people to fill a TV screen and make it look packed. 
Yeah. So, you know, if you're on stage and quite often when you've got spotlights and, and house lights on you as you're performing, you can only see maybe the first row, the first yeah. two rows. Yeah. You can't see all the way back. Don't worry. Right. It was packed. It was yeah. packed. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's what everybody 20... says after every show, right? Is, uh, oh, how was the show last night? Oh, man, it was packed. It was great. Right. Great crowd. Lots yeah. of people. Yeah. Lines down the block. 26. Don't worry. We'll have you back next week. I wonder what that's all about. Is that like, you know, you're going out on the road with somebody as a roadie and they go, don't worry, you know, it's just a handful of dates. We'll have you back next week. I don't quite I, know what to make of that. I, I, I think it could, it could, it could mean a couple different things, but I, my takeaway is we'll have you back next week means nothing unless there's a contract that says, yes, you'll be back next week. Oh, I see. Like maybe you're a venue and you're telling somebody, yeah, we'll could have you be, back. It, well, it could be a venue, but you could be a roadie. Don't worry. We'll have you back on the road next week. Uh, do we have an agreement that says I'm going to be back on the road next week? Because if you don't, don't count on it. Yeah. Um, number 27. 27. Don't worry. You'll be the headliner. <laughs> and then three bands show up and they're like, but I was told I was going to be the headliner. No, we were. Oh, you the were going to be, but then we brought in so and so to bump up the ticket sales. So now, and and they they've got an earlier show, so they have to go on last. Yeah. Yep. Um. It, you know, and what that kind of reminds me of is, you know, venues will say anything to just get the show going on and over. Whatever they got to say to make everybody happy and keep the calm, they'll worry about the fallout later. And that's, I mean, I can, I can understand that the most important thing is that show's got to go on and you do what you got to do to get that show to go on. That's right. Um, number 28, it's on the truck. I've heard this one, man. Uh, and a lot of times it is on the truck, but if you Where's don't the check, yeah, and you don't know for sure. And we had a band whose truck got in an accident, got got T-boned. Everybody was okay, but now you don't have the truck. And then uh, another band, they had their truck broken into. They parked at a hotel under uh, a streetlight that had a camera. Well, the camera didn't work. They didn't know that. And it was right at you know the hotel. They got their stuff robbed or stolen. Yep. Yeah, it may not be on the um, truck. Number 29. Again, this one feels a bit dated. A little dated, yeah. Um, this Coke hasn't been cut yet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, my gosh. Um, number 30. And, and I think this, every band has probably said this. My last band had a record deal, but we broke up before recording the album. I've heard it. So many bands out there that had record deals but just never were able to get that record recorded and released. Did Wicked Lester, was that actually released? No. You know? Okay. So they, that was, they, was that an example of somebody who had recorded an album and then broke up? And then, then broke up the band. And then if, I, if, if what stories are that I heard are accurate, then Gene and Paul later on, when they got successful, bought the, the Wicked rights. Lester masters back from epic so they couldn't release it as oh the long yes lost kiss album featuring gene and paul 
Yeah, but that was interesting. They, that was an example, right, of a band yep. that record. We had a record deal. We were going to do this thing, and we broke up. And we broke up. Um, thirty-one. Don't worry. Someone will be there early to let you in. <laughs> yeah, I can't tell you how many times I've been standing in an alleyway or by a uh-huh. backstage door, going, "I don't think there's anybody here yet." This happened to me a couple of months ago at the YouTube theater, you know, which is right down by SoFi stadium. Cause you have to walk all the way around that venue to the YouTube theater. And there's like this loading area. And they said, just, just meet me there. And I got there and there was nobody there. <laughs> it's the same thing. Yeah. You know, yep. um, someone will be there to let you in. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. Look for the, look for the guy. He'll let you in. Can I get his phone number? Oh no, 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 no. We don't, I don't have his phone number, but trust me, he'll be there. Yeah. Any any anything that says trust me, add it to the lie list. Yeah, that's that's a <laughs> uh, red flag. Um, let's see, number thirty-two. I've only been playing for a year. I have heard that for somebody you know that's starting out. I I didn't know that that was like a something people said as a recurring. And lie. and to go with that number thirty-three, I've been playing for twenty years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you've been playing for 10 um number 34 we'll have the flyers printed tomorrow don't worry ah, we'll get them we'll get them yeah, we're gonna get yeah. the flyers printed you know yeah they're not yeah. getting printed no um n- number 35 and this could be number one yeah i'm with the band that should be number one that's probably my favorite one on here and and i've heard it said and i've said it you know, when someone will come and say, I'm sorry, you know, everybody's going to have to leave, you know, the backstage yep. area. I'm like, well, I'm actually part of the entourage. I'm traveling with the guys, you know, I'm with the band. <laughs> yeah. I, my, my, big in Japan. That was the other my, my, my funny story. Cause I've used that. I'm with the band story when I was working with kiss and this was on their farewell tour back in 2000. Um, I might've been at like Madison square garden or some venue in New Jersey, you know, I had the all access laminate. I could go anywhere I wanted, take photos. I didn't need a photo pass. Um, but in this particular venue, one of the security guards on the floor wanted to be a dick. Basically, during the show, I'm in one of the aisles on the floor taking photos of the band live in concert. And the security guards, you, you know, just mouthing at me, you that camera get, get out, out of yeah. here you can't and i and i'm like no, i'm just saying no no he finally comes up and he's yelling in my ear i will throw you out of this place you get out and i'm like all access all access slam and he's like i don't care i don't care then i finally said i work with the band see that guy on stage spitting blood he's my boss you go tell him i'm not allowed to be here i'm sure he'll be happy to hear from you right now yeah and the guy shut up and was but yeah that, yeah you know i have a trick that i do well it's not really a trick but i i every time i go to a show um I, i'm typically shooting them so what i'll do is i find the head of security every show and i introduce myself i work with this artist i'm going to be shooting i'll actually be standing on the stage tonight for part of this and you let them know and i've been doing this for a decade and you never run into trouble because then if you get some young uh, security guard that wants to be a dick, you know, you just wave Point over the, and the head of their security boss. says he's yeah. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Little, little I, 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 I try and do that. It's a, it, it, it was tougher to do when you're playing like 
a Madison Square Garden because there's so many freaking security guards everywhere in the arena, outside the arena, backstage, that inevitably it never filters all the way down to everybody who you are and that you're supposed to be there. Yeah. The smaller the venue, the the better that is, the easier yeah. that is to do. Um, especially if there's only like one or two people who are like in the pit and you go introduce yourself to the security in the pit. Yeah. Explain. Always and, a good and, idea to introduce yeah, yourself. Yeah, always a good why. Um, number 36. Yeah, the band drinks for free. <laughs> Nobody drinks for free. And, no. and, and if you're getting paid just in drinks, you need to think about the deals you're cutting. Yeah, exactly. That's a good one. Um, 37, you'll get your cut tonight. No problem. That's got to be contractual because I've seen people get pretty upset, you know, when they didn't get, you know, settled uh, at the end of the night, it's rare because typically you settle after, after the show. And, and, and I, and I've seen people who wanted to be settled in cash, but the contract said, you're going to get settled with a cashier's check. And, you know, the venue turns over the cashier's check and the band is like, how the fuck? Can we, how the fuck do we pay our Super Eight bill with a cashier's check? Now we got to go yeah. find a bank. Well, you signed the agreement, right? You signed the agreement. It said payment will be settled with cashier's check. Yeah, you know. So yeah, again, another reason. Pay attention to your your contracts. Um, Thirty eight. He'll work the door for us tonight. <laughs> yeah. Typically, clubs you can have your own person maybe work the door. That it's there's a lot less of that these days. Number number 39, don't worry. You'll have no problem fitting that speaker cabinet in the trunk of your car. <laughs> yeah, That's don't funny. worry. The drum kit's going to fit in the back of the VW. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll get it and, there. Yeah, and the case for the bass guitar, that's going to fit in your, uh, your small car as well. Number 40, there'll be lots of roadies when you get there. Yeah, <laughs> no, no. But they might not work for you. They may not work for you. They may not care about working for you. They may want to be paid by you to work for you. You know, uh, yeah, be very careful with that. Number 40 um, is just sad. Or no, 41 is the 40, sad one. 41. I know we'll get some applause after the next tune. Oh, ouch. Yeah. That's tough, man. That's, that's tough. tough. You know, you've got mm. to, I, I was I was talking to some people yesterday, and this is sort of like, you've got to pay your dues playing these small venues to five people, to 10 people, to no people. So you can learn how to play to no applause. Yeah. Because it's going to happen. You could even be an opening band on a major show. And, you know, there's been notorious stories through the seventies, the bands that would open up for kiss. It's just like Sammy Hagar goes out in front of kiss at Madison square garden and basically the audience just eats him alive and he's just like, fuck this. I'm leaving. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, I, it, it can, ha- it can happen. Oh, absolutely. I, I was talking to Peter case uh, yesterday and he spent years playing on the streets of San Francisco, just busking. And man, you, you learn how to perform when you're out on yep. the street and you know, you learn rejection and how to Hecklers build a crowd. And, yep. yep. 
Yep. The best the best quote I ever heard was from Bunny Carlos. He was in an interview once and he said that some of those early cheap trick shows, they'd be playing in a club for two people, like a man and a woman fighting. And he yeah. said that um, they played their asses off because if one of them didn't like you, it cut your audience in half. Yep. Yep. So yeah, it's, it, it, it's tough. It's a bit sad, but you, you, you need, you need to do that. It, it gives you some thick skin. Um, number 42, this should almost be much higher up in the list. Yeah, in my yeah, opinion, yeah, yeah. we'll have plenty of time for a sound check, dude. I'm sorry, but if you are not the headliner, you best be prepared to have zero sound check at any given show. Yeah. What if the load in is a little bit late or there's so many variables there. Sometimes, I don't know if you knew this, but, um, Oh, Claire, the song by cheap trick that you, you, uh, you know, it sounds like it's live. He's just saying, Oh, Konichiwa over and over again. That song was created as the sound check because they never got sound checked. So it starts off with the drums. Then they dial the drums in. Then they get the guitars and the bass come in. Then the vocal. And they're tweaking it the entire time. And that the whole reason, it's like a 60-second song, 90-second mm-hmm. song. That was their sound check. That was their sound check when they yeah. couldn't do a full That's right. formal band sound check. It, yep. it happens to this day. It is one of the most common things you're going to have to learn to deal with. And, and the way to deal with something like that is not to throw a temper tantrum and a fit yelling at the venue and yelling at the headliner that you didn't get your fucking sound check. And, you know, I'm supposed, dude, that, that, that's the sort of shit that on the wrong day to the wrong person will get you thrown off a show. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see. Number 43. This is one of Jimmy's old strats. Obviously they're referring to Jimi Hendrix and yeah, I've never heard that. I do know Rick Nielsen owns one of Jimmy's, I think flying V's. But I, Jimmy I, was I, left-handed. So that's. You know. I, I read this as just more of an, in general. Oh yeah. Trust me. You know, we've never played a big show before, but this is one of so-and-so's original strats. This is, yeah, yeah. you know, I'm bragging about my, my gear. It's like, yeah. Yeah. No. This used to no, belong to insert artist here. You know, it, the, the artists that have that gear aren't bragging about it and most definitely are not bringing it out on the road. No, <laughs> not typically. Nope. Uh, number 44, we'll definitely come see you play tonight. See, now I used to tour in bands and, and play a lot of club dates and things like that. And there are certain people that will always come and support you. We, you know, we used to call it the street team. And then that you've got these casual people who go, oh, were you playing tonight? Oh, you're playing the Copper Penny? Oh, yeah. I'll definitely be there. I'm coming. And they never yep. show up. They never show up. Yep, exactly. Um, number 45, you can depend on me. And that could be anybody for anything. Again, the uh, only people you can depend upon are yourself and hopefully your band. But that's yeah. it. You shouldn't have to say you can depend on me. <laughs> number 46, promise you won't have to play any requests tonight. Oh, wow. Okay, that's for the smaller club dates where that's a smaller club, smaller band. Yeah, you know, it's it 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 can happen, but you got to stand your ground. If you're an original band, you stand your ground, but you may never come back to that venue if you don't play. Yeah, covers and requests. Yeah, 
Um, number 47. We have this great gig in Vegas next month. And, you yeah, know, or, replace or Vegas. Insert city. Insert here. any city. Oh, the big show's coming up next month in New York, in yeah. London, and yeah. in Sydney. Yeah, yeah. that's, that, that, that's really festival, where it's happening. You know, we're, yep. we're, we're this close to landing that festival. Um, number 48. The other band will be glad to let you use their PA. Now, they might very well be glad to let you use it, but that's something, again, you need to work out before showing up at the gig and right. asking at the last minute. Right. And they may not want your sound guy using their board. They may want their guy to use it, and then you might have to pay him a couple hundred bucks. Yep, yep exactly. I mean, it, it, it's not uncommon, but that's not something I would want to rely on, you know, three hours before showtime that oh can we use your pa system yeah yeah you know you might get the wrong of the wrong band that's got the pa and they go well you're kind of sol so sure but it'll cost you a thousand dollars yeah what are you gonna do yeah. not play a common theme here is planning or planning advanced ad advance planning um 49 I'm singing on key. The PA screwing up. What? <laughs> I've never exactly. even heard that. How can, I, how can that even happen? That's crazy. I, I think that's that. just, I think that's just the general. That's I sick. sound great. It's bad in the mix. It's the yeah, bad it's board. The it's the bad. It's, the, it's insert equipment. That's yeah. making me sound bad. Yeah. yeah. Um, number 50. Hey, it sounds good to me. <laughs> Who are you? Are you, are you a uh, registered sound engineer or are you just a friend? Um, 51. You won't have any trouble finding the place. Oh, that should be higher up on the list. Yeah. Even with GPS, sometimes it's super hard to find places. Exactly. You might find the general location, but then like, where the hell do I find the yeah. load in? How do yeah. I get to the load in? You know, it's down this alley through this side door. Yes. And up two flights of steps. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, 52. I've played there before. I hear that every night. Yeah. I've yep. played there before. 53. We can turn down the volume if it's too loud. <laughs> we used to have this knob on our amps we called the random nebulizer, and it wasn't hooked up to anything. And so the sound man would say, you know, Jay, you need to turn that down. And I turn a little bit. I go this. And he goes more. I turn a little bit. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> you got it. It did nothing. It yep. did nothing. It did nothing. Random nebulizer. And uh, the last one, number 54, I just use this little amp for small gigs. I've got a Marshall stack at home. Wow, that's a, there's a lot of Freud in that statement. Um, we will, a lot to unpack, but. Uh... <laughs> the great Seven. lies of rock, 54 of the great lies of rock and roll oh, as found gosh. in CBGBs. I would love a to hear our audience if they have any uh, anything to add to some of these lies because this is a little bit of a dated list. It is dated, so let's let's update it. Um, which which lies on this list do our listeners really like? Oh yeah, that happened to me. That yeah, that's or, my favorite. You know that 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 I got busted doing that, thinking that, and here's what happened. You know, let us know what lies here kind of resonate with you that you've had experience with or um is there a new lie in this day and age that yeah don't worry the venue is going to promote the show for you yeah there was no auto-tune used on that recording 
Yeah, exa- exactly. <laughs> um, yeah, don't worry. We'll have pizza waiting for you in your dressing room. <laughs> and the dre- the dressing room is is the bathroom. Yeah. And the pizza is cold because it's been sitting there for four hours. You know? Enjoy. It's, enjoy. We took care of you. <laughs> oh um, but yeah, leave, leave, leave some comments or, or message us. Um, what do you think about this list of the great lies of rock and roll? This was, this is a fun, that was fun. This was a fun, fun discussion. Some of these tongue in cheek, but some of these, yeah, I think, as you said, Jay, a lot of these have a common theme plan. Yeah. Ask read, up your, front. read your contract, read your don't contract ex- don't assume anything. Front and don't assume. Yeah. Yeah. You can alleviate a lot of these lies just by doing some of that stuff. It's, it's the bands that just take somebody's word that the show has been booked, show up without advancing the show and wonder why the hell everything is going wrong. What could go wrong? What could go wrong? And then they blame the venue for it. I'm sorry. You can't blame the venue. You know, that's, that's all on you for, for how that take responsibility. Yep. Um, all right. That's it for the music biz weekly podcast. You know, do us a big favor. If you enjoy the podcast, if you find this helpful, useful, hit that like button, but share the video, share this to your socials. So other people will will be able to check out the Music Biz Weekly podcast. It means Thank a you. lot to us. Yeah. Um, one more shout out to Bruce and everybody at HypeBot and Bands of Town. And of course, to our sponsors, DiscMakers.com. That's it, everybody. We'll see you next week. Industry professionals listen to the Music Biz Weekly podcast. If you have a product or service and would like to reach this audience, Get in touch with Michael or Jay to discuss sponsorship opportunities. For Music Biz Weekly, provided by LarryDavisVoice.com and by JessicaMarsVoice.com. That's Mars with a Z.